1: Welcome, everybody, to this week's DPS Radio. It's Thursday, January 31st, and we have a full house on the program this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Four voices on the mic. I'm your host, as always, as per usual, Adam Proctor. And joining us online are my two hosts, two fellow co-hosts. We'll start with you, seniority first. Amy Therese, how you doing down there, uh, down under? I'm doing well, Adam. How about yourself? Fantastic. Freezing my ass off. Ben Studebaker coming at us from the UK. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back as always. And the fourth voice this week is another one that you guys should be very familiar with by now. It is his third appearance on DPS. That is a new record. First, first <laughs> guest in the three-time club, Mr. Daniel Marion's politics reporter at the Huffington Post. How you doing?
0: Doing great, Adam. I'm uh, I'm happy to go for a hat trick. I'm just not sure if I'm uh, a bit of a cheap date here, but that's okay. <laughs> not at all.
1: Not at all. You, uh, we bring you on the show because you've got your ear on the ground. You're covering the politics beat, and you bring us back down to earth. And Lord knows we could use uh, a lot more of that on the socialist left. We can talk about principles and theory and strategy and all these high-minded ideals. But if we don't ground that project in, you know, what's actually happening in in the kind of like cynical machinations of the political scene, then we're just going to be doomed to to irrelevancy. So happy to have you on, my man. Uh, Lots and lots to talk about. Um, you are hot on the uh, 2020 Democratic Party primary beat already.
0: Yeah, I've done a little bit of that. I have. I'll admit that. And I, I, li- I like to think that that actually really started when I traveled with Bernie Sanders in October, because that sure felt like a little bit of a primary teaser. But uh, a couple weekends ago, I was also with Kirsten Gillibrand and her inaugural inaugural swing through Iowa, and. A whole lot of that was in Steve King's district, which was also kind of interesting, and it was cold as hell. But um, yeah, and and I'll be I'll be attending an event tomorrow that I can't I can't unfortunately talk about just yet on the record. But somebody else announcing, um, I'll just tease that somebody else announcing.
1: Does it rhyme with Schmowered Schmoltz? <laughs> Uh, no, you already announced. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, was, that was my <laughs> little segue into uh, Howard Schultz's uh, ridiculous uh, campaign uh, announcement there. But uh, yeah, so you've got some exciting news after tomorrow. So we'll have you back on uh, for your fourth time next week. And you can tell <laughs> us all about that. It'll be great. So tell us what you've been up to so far. We talked uh, your last appearance on DPS. We talked quite a bit about your travels with uh, Gramps. Bernie Sanders uh, across yeah. the country you you hit the trail with him in October
0: Adam Yeah. They like to call him dear later. Just give him the proper number he deserves. <laughs> we've got a chairman
1: Sanders. We've got a journalist <laughs> yeah. on the program Amy for fuck's sake. We have to maintain like we have to feign objectivity, you know, for the next hour or so.
0: All <laughs> oh, right, I see. Okay. All right.
1: So we talked quite a bit about your 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 travails, your journeys, your travels with dear leader last october tell us what you've been up to ever since it's my understanding you've been following Gillibrand around uh, over the past couple of yeah weeks. i followed her know?
0: around a bit i thought it was pretty interesting she's got some baggage definitely from her past that I, I i guess at the very least from her past and we can go into some of the more contemporary issues that she'll certainly face from the left but she sort of took advantage of the fact that nobody knows who the heck she is and really tried to play it off as a strength. And that thing that is potentially a weakness for her on the left is that her original election was to an upstate New York district that was held by a Republican in 2006. And she won that and she won re-election in 2008. And then very quickly thereafter, she was named U.S. Senator for New York in 2009 by the then governor, David Patterson, Re-elected in actually a, a special election in 2010, and then a re-election 2012, and a re-election again in 2018. So she's she's fresh off the campaign trail there. And you know, Adam, as a as a rural Virginia son, such as yourself, uh, a son of the Confederacy. Uh, I wouldn't go that uh, far, but yes, sir, you had me up no, until. I'm 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 trying to get you in trouble here. I'm just kidding.
1: But um <laughs> you won't find you a, know, bat- a Confederate you, battle flag in my backyard, I can assure you. But yes, I am from the South. <laughs>
0: um you know, and, and and actually one thing that's interesting about your hometown is that it's a place that actually got hit pretty hard by NAFTA, you know, based on my research. That's um right. And so, so Troy, Troy, New York, which is in sort of the capital district of upstate New York, it's part of a, a tri city area with Schenectady in Albany, the capital city, it's an area that has experienced industrial decline, and then has a lot of surrounding agriculture, agriculture, especially dairy farming. I mean, dairy farming is like the corn of upstate New York. And at the time, she really ran as a hardliner on guns and immigration, she got an A from the NRA. I haven't, like, yet unearthed, like, a terrible vote she took in that period from 2007 when she entered the House, having won election there in 2006, through 2009 when, after Hillary Clinton assumed the Secretary of State ship that she became that senator, uh, that, that she took. But the NRA was, <laughs> if the NRA is given you an A, there's a problem. And uh, even after being named to the Senate seat there, she sort of boasted that she kept a couple of you know this isn't just about hunting for me. I keep a couple handguns under my bed for protection. Okay. So she's um,
1: uh, she's playing it up hard then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she, she she's she has exhibited the uh, capacity to be uh, how how you say malleable. In the past regarding both her personal biography and her policy platform. So you so you think this kind of leftward lurch over the past year or so has been more calculation than uh, a kind of genuine expression of her, her kind of a
0: political um, you know, vision. The thing is, her leftward lurch has really been from the moment, virtually the moment that she took that Senate seat. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about seeing her in Iowa is because nobody really knows who she is. And I mean, I think that that's fair to say. And I think that she sort of acknowledges that herself. She was able to sort of emphasize the things that she ran on in 2006 that had broader appeal, like opposing the Iraq war. And and this is the interesting sort of dance that she's doing. And we're going to see this with a lot of people. In, in one form or another, but she said she supported Medicare for all. And then immediately after saying that, she would say something like, because I wanted people to have the opportunity to buy into mm. a nonprofit program. But she is on Sanders's legislation. She authored legislation, creating a postal bank, uh, a public option for banking. And you know, when I talked with her about that last year, she was really into the idea that certain parts of public life should not be for profit. I do talk to some sources who are very much in the progressive space that think that she's super genuine. When she was in Iowa, her message was, I may come from a blue state, but I come from the upstate part. And ignore for the second that that means that I once held positions on guns and immigration that were anathema. It means that I actually have a few progressive things that I know how to reach people on in difficult territory. So I guess guess it is what it is. I I would say CNBC reported shortly before she announced that she was consulting with donors on Wall Street about her decision to run.
1: She and Booker, the the narrative, uh, at least the way that it ran, was that she and Booker and Harris, to a lesser extent, perhaps, were sort of seeking the approval of Wall Street executives prior to coming out officially and announcing uh, their candidacy for their primaries. Uh, how did that play up uh, in, in reality in terms of how you checked up on that in, in your sources? Yeah, well,
0: I mean, I, I, I think, OK, so Booker like screams it. Right. I mean, he he's the guy who thought President Obama was too tough on Wall Street, basically. Right. Like he in, in the 2012 reelection campaign, Obama went after Mitt Romney hard on his career in private equity. And Booker went on, you know, TV with his New Jersey accent and said, this nauseates me, you know. And, like, that was just – he, and then, and then he sort of reeled it back a little bit, but wink, wink to, the, to my banker friends, like, you knew what was up, right? That was kind of the – I mean, that's the sort of stuff he does. He will never re- use the phrase Wall Street – And of course, his dedication to charter schools and the revival of Newark is very intimately related to Wall Street and their financing. And he has, um, I don't think that he's really distanced himself from that. So here's what's interesting. Initially, she and her team did not deny that there was this meeting. And to be clear, she was the only one where it was actually reported that she had such a meeting. Other folks that might have been implicit, but she initially said, and her campaign initially said, look at my record. Um, for reinstating Glass-Steagall, um, for a financial transaction tax. You know, obviously, she voted against deregulation this last Congress. I mean, that's – then there were 17 Democratic senators that voted to roll back parts of Dodd-Frank. And that was you, – you know, you, if you're a real show for Wall Street, you deregulate. You don't, just, right. you don't just beef up the regulation. But I did notice something, which is that she speaks about undoing systems of power that are obstructing our progress as a society – and she she specifically singled out drug companies, insurance companies, institutional racism, uh, broadly speaking, which she sort of I think talks about in terms of like school segregation, stuff like that. And corporate greed, broadly. Again, she won't say Wall Street. And if I had another I only got one question in, you know, it was, I asked her about the Women's March which was sort of of the moment. She declined to condemn the Women's March, which was sort of interesting. Um, but. If I asked her again, I would say, like, do you do you single out Wall Street for its role in the economy? I mean and so I think that's a thing. And I think one thing that Benjamin would probably love to weigh in on is all of these folks can check boxes. The question is who's got the credibility to follow through on it? Because we know the second that they get in there, they will they will be under immense pressure to to renege or to water it down. And especially when nobody's watching. I mean, especially on personnel decisions when you're talking about hiring for the Treasury Department and other posts like that exactly
1: so I mean I want to move on from Gillibrand and I'll tell you why and this is a sort of a, a provocation or a question or looking for some kind of confirmation here my, my thing is you know I, it doesn't seem looking at the polling right now that she has the kind of name recognition required to get over the hump and you know it, 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 to what extent will anyone uh, vote for anyone who, who would otherwise be in Gillibrand's base? Uh, vote for take a Brand over kamala harris is, is really the middle question, middle
0: man. class moms man you think you so know, you i think mean, the wine
1: moms the the kind
0: of uh, I, I think i think she, I think she is 100 percent targeting the wine mom vote i gotta tell you literally a stop on her campaign was like baking cookies in a craft shop on the main dragon <laughs> and she she was just like i love to cook and i'm like well we've come a bit of a ways i guess from Hillary Clinton's I'm not home baking cookies line right in 1992. Yeah. And it was like clearly almost just for B-roll, you know, like yeah. there was no value for the print reporters. Cause she, she was literally just like, yeah, this is a family recipe. And, but she is like, she is very personable one-on-one. I think, I think she, you know, just in terms of political skill or, her, or her, like, she's a little bit less practiced in sort of the soaring rhetoric style. I think that she got choked up a few times. And I would say at, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm criticizing someone for being emotional. I just meant that at a certain point, it didn't seem genuine to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not something I can print, right? Like, I, I'm comfortable telling you that. But, you know, but she had a, a slight ever so slightly tipsy crowd at a women owned brewery in Des Moines, like, totally eating out of her hand, you know, of let's say 200 people. I mean, that's not the thousands that a Harris can get in Oakland. But I'm, I'm not counting her out. I think she's a oh, bit of a sleeper. Harris can get, get that, that in she, Oakland. I mean,
1: Harris can get that yeah, in sorry? Oakland. But Harris can get that in Oakland. But I, I would suspect that in a place like Iowa, since I've been looking at a lot of the polling and in the Midwest region, Harris really does quite badly and only gets a couple points. I would think in a place like Iowa, Gillibrand might be competitive with Harris right now. Not nationally, but in a place like Iowa.
0: Yeah, I mean This concludes your free teaser of this week's beside. Head over to patreon.com/deadpundits and subscribe today to hear the rest of this episode and to double your DPS pleasure each week.